Good morning, ballers. Welcome to the seventh episode of the Step Back. Seven. <laughs> Here, my main man, Jacob Moses, and we are welcomed in by our special guests. Legend. Legend. Man. Hey, hey, yeah. hey. Legend. What do you say, ballers? We got it. Yeah, appreciate the invite. Appreciate the invite, guys. No problem. No problem. Thank you. you know, well-respected, big-time guy, co-host of the lab over in Food Life. Got it. Every Wednesday, 6 p.m. now. 6 Welcome p.m. We'll go check us out Eastern time with my buddy Matt, man, my partner Matt, Chef Matt. So, Will. yeah. Max, how are everybody doing this morning? Doing good, brother. Thanks, doing good. Getting through this quarantine, living life. Health staying healthy, mask on. Fuck it, mask on. <laughs> yeah, Speaking of which, trying to stay sane is all we could do, man. <laughs> yep, for sure. I got my Starberry mask. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have, you have to have those out here now by mandated out here, too. So, mm-hmm. but uh, hey, man, better safe than sorry, man. Like yep. I was telling Leon a little earlier, man, everybody's worried about their livelihoods, but without a life, you ain't got no livelihood, man. You got yep, to take care of yourself. Safety first, please, y'all. Mm-hmm. Cover up. So, uh, you see, I see you got that nice little quarantine beard going there, Jacob. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It needs to come off, though. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm telling you, first thing, first place I'm hitting is a barbershop. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Guys got to do what I do, man. Just shave it off, man. Yeah, mine is going off. Mine's going off. I got the LeBron. I'm going to show it on Look, I got the LeBron going, you know. It's over. This is, this, <laughs> this is my choice, too. As you can see, I got a good line there, man. Imagine, you know. See, I wish. Like he did so you know. <laughs> That's that Vin yeah. Diesel look. <laughs> <laughs> From the neck up, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, last time we left off, we uh, talked about some video games. We talked about some movies. Gave you some insight on how to spend your time sitting down. This episode, we're going to focus on food and some healthy living. Give you some exercise drills on how to, uh, you know, keep yourself active, keep yourself fit, and uh, stay in shape. Yeah, man. Things, things to keep your vertical still up there, you know what I'm saying? There you right go. Now, it's a way to keep you down, man. You get this weight, you keep eating, staying, doing, you don't stay mobile, man. You don't, you ain't going to be that good anymore. You ain't going to be able to do the finger rolls, man. You got to keep the finger rolls tight. <laughs> Finger rolls, not butter rolls here. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Now, yeah, man, eating healthy, eating healthy is the key, man. Everybody knows that. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not, uh, it's not what, how many times you snack is what you snack on. You know, mm-hmm. what I, mean? I tell my kids that all the time. Instead of going mm-hmm. for the chips, go for the orange. Instead of going for mm-hmm. that, go for the apple. So you know, it's the same for everyone, man. And. and uh, and you got to burn the calories, man. Even if you're just in your backyard running from fence to fence, back and forth, around the block, you got to sweat it out, man. And, and that's the key, mm-hmm. I think. You got to mm-hmm. be the eating with the exercise, of course. And a lot of people always say, oh, but I'm exercising, but you're eating like garbage. But if you're, you're not exercising, but you're eating healthy, it, it, it got to go together, man. It got to go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm, um, that's what I'm big on over with the kids, man. I got I plug the treadmill and put them on there for the physical education when I do that homeschooling. There you go. Is it physical education or is it punishment? Uh, that's a class, man. They got, that's a class. <laughs> and then for whole, for whole economics, they got to clean the house up. 
<laughs> I'm good, son. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know, hey, old man, I'm going to show you how to clean the toilet. Keep over here. <laughs> now, now they all got shorts, man. Exactly. That's what's oh, up. It's, it's always a good way to benefit out of this, right? Okay. Yeah, because, like, so me, I'm, I'm a person, I, I exercise, but I don't, I can't do weights. Mm. I, I never did it. I figured I'd, I'd pull a muscle or something, but you know, Jacob, I know you're, you're heavy with the weights. You're pretty good with that. I'm, I try to do like a lot of cardio, um, mm -hmm. and but my, my eating habits are god awful. I'm with you. Like anything, <laughs> I'm with you now. But I've also never gained a pound, which is kind of weird. I don't know if I have like high metabolism or something, but oh, I see you for that. Do we eat whatever you want? Still got a six pack. Yeah, I go. I gotta watch it now. Getting the dad bod almost going on. This motherfucker Leon, man. He eat well, whatever nah, he wanted. Butter yeah. rolls, eating good. Yeah, Take I it mean, from me. Take it from pack. me. The, the older you get, man, you, you get you start getting cakes. You don't get uh -huh. six packs. It's a cake. Uh -huh. I gotta. It, you know, it, it sticks. The older you get, it sticks on you more. Trust me, man. So, uh -huh. Oh yeah, nah, I'm learning get, that now. Get in, the, get in the routine, man. And also, uh, Leon, uh, calisthenics, man. You know, you don't need weights, man. Dips, push-ups, sit-ups, uh, you know, yep. stuff with your own body weight. Stick with mm -hmm. your own. And it also sticks with you longer because I've, I've noticed and, and through the years going to the gym back in the days and stuff, when you do weights, you have to keep doing weights or you lose the muscle mass. Yep. But if you do calisthenics with your own weight, you know, if you do dips, it's whatever you weigh, mm -hmm. and that sticks with you a lot longer, a lot longer. I, I, I know that for sure. Yep. Uh, you're correct. I'm almost 100%. That's the sure thing. Oh, you're correct. You're definitely correct. Like, that definitely makes sense. I so, still do push-ups and stuff like that, and it's stuck. If somebody challenged me for the push-ups, I'm like, get the hell out of here. Man, you must not watch my shows, man. I'm about to eat. I'm about to cooking, man. Nah, I'm joking. Speaking of I love what you guys do on your show, man. For those who haven't watched it, give me a little explanation on what goes on. Yeah, well, you know, at the lab, man, you know, there's something that I, we call it the lab is because every time, uh, you know, I can sit in my kitchen, my lab is where I experiment, where I like to do my thing. So I've always called, you know, and every time I post something on Facebook, I'm like, I'm into my lab, I'm in my lab. So the show's called The Lab, and it's just another word for the kitchen, you know. So um, it's me and Chef Matt out in the West Coast, Chef Matt. Um, so what we do is just, um, you know, just try to show everybody in the, the every, not everybody's in the restaurant business. Not everybody's a chef. Not everybody's uh, you know, just for it's a show for people that are home and like to experiment cooking and want to learn new things and learn how the chefs do it. Learn learn little tricks of the trade, um, you know, stuff like that, man. Share recipes. Um, you know, everybody shares what they accomplished. You know, what they made in the kitchen. We share the photos, the recipes. But again, it's just like a something, something to to um. For all the foodies out there, people that are into, you know, and there's a lot, you know, when social media came about, all of a sudden everybody's into a lot of food. I mean, I've seen a lot of, you know, people posting pictures of their food and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So just something for we all can get together, share recipes. Hey, how do you do this? How do you know? That looks awesome. Just, you know, it's like a little foodie community, man. And, and um, in the food lab, that's what we do. We just try to, you know, we, we like to try to feed off the people and what they want and what they want to talk about, stuff like that. We're actually going to take the show to the next level and start doing the video um, video shows where you see us at work in our kitchens and you can see us the way, you know, we can teach you how to, if I tell you, hey, cut me an onion, the julienne style, we can teach you how to do that, which is the long strips, you know, hey, if I hey, cut me an onion, a uh, quarter inch thick, you know, quarter inch dice, you know, just, just like I said, to make everybody's um, 
cooking experience at home a little better, a little more fun, man. You know, we all can talk about it. Bro. That's what I like. Yeah, That's man. What That's what we're going yeah, I, I love what you guys do over there, you know, especially with yeah, the sure. because, you know, uh, I, I cook, but it's not like, you know, a, a big time deal. But, right. you know, I, I love what you guys do with the pictures, the presentation, the whole thing. Uh, so you're a long member, long time member of a group, Life Group Dynasty. Uh, How did you find the group? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm actually the, 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 um, what? It started in baseball life. Me and Henry, Sandra, Joey, we were all in a, a group called Baseball World. Right. And in Baseball World, they started, I don't know if you guys remember, I just thought yep. they, were starting, they were starting to get a little uh, dic dictatorship type, you know, mm -hmm. what you could post, what you can. Mm -hmm. And we were like, ah, so they kicked a buddy of ours off of it called Ray Men Menendez. I don't know if you know Ray, but Ray, yeah. Ray was in that group and he was, uh, it was more of a troller, funny dude, man. It was, but it was fun. It was fun to have him there. Mm -hmm. But then he created his own group called Baseball, Baseball for Life or something. No, was yeah, it like, like mm -hmm. for the love of baseball? For the love of baseball. baseball, he started that group, and the group group grow big, and we all helped him get grow big. But then I guess, and then Ray started doing the same thing. I thought that was my opinion. He mm -hmm. started being a little more dictatorship, so. I went on Bacon for the love of baseball. I'm like, where's Henry at, man? I, oh, this guy Henry, I mean, he's a cool dude, man. I mean, my, you know, became friends with And then I found out he got kicked out the group. So I hit Henry up. I'm like, yo, just start, just start your own shit, man. Just, you know, just, 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 me and Henry were talking in the inbox. I'm like, yo, start your own group. And baseball life mm -hmm. came about. And I believe I might be one of the first members in baseball life. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he, he created the group and that's it. And from that, uh, it's been a few years now. And, uh, we started a full life. We started the mm -hmm. life travel. We started awful life, and he started the life family, which which um, which I'm grateful he did because I, I love it, man. I mean, great people, good people, family atmosphere. Not a troll group. I don't like troll groups. Right. I, you know, I, I get in groups and once I see them talk about nothing and just making fun of each other and can't respect somebody's opinion, I'm gone, man. And, and, and right. I need that in this group. and need his groups in uh, baseball life. Originally, the baseball life. It was a lot of baseball knowledge there, I man. It wasn't just a, a, a troll group. It was just, mm -hmm. man, these people know what the hell they're talking about, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and here we are. Here we are. Look, sure. because of it, look where we're sure. at right here. So, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm a day one. I'm a day one. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh. Hashtag free Henry. <laughs> we started a hashtag called free Henry. Because we yes, were wondering yes, what? yes. Remember that, yeah. <laughs> with a picture of him. I had him in a jail cell. Hell, yeah, man. Oh yeah, everybody had fun with that. Yeah, man, that's, that's, that was it. That was the one. That was the time. And uh, I guess they, um, they, you know, he, they, they didn't get. No, they, they're still cool people with each other. Him and Ray. I mean, I'm cool with Ray, but just a, you know, difference of opinion. But I'm glad it all happened the way it did. I mean, everybody's still cool with each other, and we got baseball life out of it. And now we have all these other life groups out of it also. So mm -hmm. glad it happened. I'm, you know, pretty honored to even be part of all this because. Uh, it, it, you know, for a guy like me that's on disability and I don't get to go out there and work the 40 hours a week like I wanted to, and it's, it's, it, it helps me stay sane. It helps me mm -hmm. stay sane in the groups. And uh, if not, man, I mean, just think about it. Man. I'm a guy that used to work 50, 60 hours a week to doing nothing. I'm going crazy just that, doing that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I keep forgetting that I have a bum fucking knee and I have, excuse me, and this and that. And I try to go do things out in the backyard and stuff like that, and, you know. So, you know, I like the groups. I love, actually, I love the groups, so. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. man. These groups are something something different because, like, you, you mentioned it. Uh, so Henry's a Yankee fan. You're a Red Sox fan. Exactly. And you, you know the, you know that rivalry. That you know, guys don't get along. It's a little disrespectful. Yeah, and, and, and when the group first started, when the group when the group first started, I was the only Red Sox fan, and the group was basically. And I'm glad that they did what they did when they when they made it. The group was either fifty. For fifty uh, percent Yankee fans, forty nine percent Met fans, and one percent me. That was mm-hmm. it. One Red Sox fan. So it, it was it was uh just a back and forth, a right. New York thing. I caught myself just trying to you ever see like a fight and people are in a circle, you just trying to reach over to get in. Like, like, that's how I felt, man. Every time I went to try to vote, like you know, man, it's just a Red Sox fan. And there was another guy who was a Red Sox fan named Joey, but he, he ended up being a troll. Uh, Joey Amato, whatever. Amato, yeah, 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 yeah. He ended up being some kind of troll, you know. So, actually, he's an undercover Yankee fan, and people don't know that, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, you got, you know, you got pictures with Matt Gary Yankee stuff on, so I never understood that. But um, anyways, but yeah, in, in uh in the beginning it was just you know but now when they invited some West Coast friends in and, mm-hmm. and now now it's just so many this to this uh, I don't think there's I'm pretty sure there's a fan for every team in major league baseball oh. uh end of base in baseball life now and, and and maybe more than one of course, but I'm saying that it's so diverse now with uh, with uh, all the other teams and and which I like more now, you know, because again, I, you know, I was saying it was like yeah. everybody ganged up on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I used to get it from the Yankee fans and the Mets fans. And uh, <laughs> I remember 86 like it was yesterday. So, yeah, it still, <laughs> still bothers me, okay? <laughs> but, yeah, that's how, that's how uh, it all became. But it was good, man. But we're here today, man. And basically, look, we got basketball. Ball is the ball life. Ball is life. And, and look at you guys, and you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing, guys. Beautiful Thank you. Thing. Yeah, thanks, man. You guys are doing a great job, too. I, you know, you. Uh, so, I, I might not catch it live when I can because you are a little early for this old man. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie to you, man. The only time no. I get up that early is when his wife is cooking bacon and I smell it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only time I get up at 11 in the morning, but you know, I'm on medication, man. Right. I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I do, I do watch the show. I do, I know when you guys post it, and I watch it and stuff like that. I like, I want to watch live. I can comment like everybody's commenting, like Randy's commenting and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I like that. I like, I like, I like, I like the, the participation from the from the from the, group, from the members. You know. Yeah, that's that's a big part, and um, we we appreciate it. And it, definitely, it's um, it's also an honor to have such a well-respected member, longtime member such as yourself, and you know. She's your big basketball fan. Oh, yeah. You got your Orlando Magic gear on. It's fire. I like Ooh. that jacket. Hey, from day one, Yo. 89 season, man. I've been, a, <laughs> I've been a season ticket holder in the past. I've, uh, I, yeah, I've been a Magic fan from first season, 1989 uh, inaugural season. There you go. We shared that inaugural season with the Miami Heat. What uh, was the first game you ever went to? Well, that's funny. Like I was saying, the first game I went to was the – 76ers magic game uh and i was telling you guys the story the um crazy story is i grew up in bridgeport connecticut i was born in massachusetts but i grew up in bridgeport connecticut and i lived uh, two blocks down from the university of bridgeport and a player by the name of manuk bowl right out of africa came down and he played division two basketball for the university of bridgeport and i my eighth grade teacher i would play i was a basketball player at the time i actually uh was pretty good i'm not gonna brag but i was pretty damn good 
state champs undefeated a few years, whatever, even in the eighth grade. But uh, I was pretty bad at it. I, I had my skill. Now, you know, I don't know. But anyways, uh, so anyways, my eighth grade teacher, Mr. Laskowski, um, big, uh, big, he was the assistant head coach for the University of Bridgeport Knights. And he was looking for some ball boys, you know, to, for the games to come. And, you know, back then we didn't have the mops. We had to get on the floor and wipe it with the towels and stuff like that. And uh, I volunteered. And then uh, there, that, that's it. When I remember the new goal's first game with us. And, you know, looking up at eight feet, man, almost, you know, it was pretty freaking crazy. So, anyways, his favorite place to eat was a pizza place called Famous Pizza on Park Avenue, Bridgeport, Connecticut. And um, I live right next door to it. And sure enough, he walked right by my house and Johnny. And so my first Magic game happened to be, no, no lie, it was the 76ers. Charles Barkley was still on the team. My new bow uh, was on the team at that time. And so it happens my first Magic game. It was against them. And I sat behind the Sixers bench. And... Um, you know, I kept screaming. I was pretty close, man. I kept screaming. I got my news attention. And he saw me screaming. And he picks up Charles Bright. He taps him. Like, look, look. And Charles Bright waved at me. And I was like, well, yeah, that was my first match. You know, <laughs> That's cool. I felt pretty good and proud because I knew Manu Bo. I mean, a lot of people probably don't like him or whatever, you know. But, you know, at the time, he was like a wonder. You know, like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever been that tall before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, right, I can literally dunk the ball with a standing flat footed, bro. I mean, he was, uh-huh. like, he, was like, he was like that, man. And I have pictures of him, and my mom has them. But I have all those old pictures. My mom has them all, man. But yeah, that was. So I thought to myself, you know, being that, um, I just thought to myself, because I am an ex Bull, I told you too, like growing up, I was a big Chicago Bulls fan. And when Michael Jordan retired, I know it crushed me. The, you know, the first retirement, it crushed me. And I just said, fuck basketball at the time. You know, fuck watching it. I still played it and everything. But excuse my language again. But um, anyways, okay. that's what I said. You know, but I, I said, I'm in Florida now, man. I'm here in Orlando. You know, Orlando, everybody just pick up this team, right? It's not like I can't be a bandwagon fan because it's first year, inaugural year. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, just jump on it. And there I am. There I am, bro. 30 years later, I'm still a Magic fan. That's and, so. which, which is, Which is, you know, it hurts. A lot lately, but you know, <laughs> I wear my sh- I wear my share of I wear my share of uh, paper bags. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> not more than this guy here. Yeah, <laughs> man. You at least I mean you had some recent success. I haven't seen anything since. Well, yeah, 2000, you know, 12, 13 season. Yeah, that's that's decent, but yeah, yeah. you had more success than we did. <laughs> oh no, yeah, we just made it to the playoffs after seven exactly. years out. You know, I mean, we did make it to the playoffs. You know, but the division is so weak in the East that mm-hmm. um, you could be a below 500 team and win a division like the Atlantic mm-hmm. and make the eighth seed. And you know, it, but if you look at the ace, you know, if you, I don't think anybody from six to, to eight and would make it from the East and the West division. You know, like record wise, you won't make like the eighth seed team in, in 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 the East will make the playoff team. But if you got the same record in the West, you're not going to make no, it. No, it's not happening. It's really nice. Yeah, it's probably like a 10 to 11 seed. Like I said, the low 500 team can win the division. It's crazy. Crazy. Look, look mm-hmm. that's what we did. <laughs> so, yeah. so like, looking back at, at, at those teams, you look at yeah. the 93 team, the 95 team, mm-hmm. even that Dwight Howard run. Um, yeah. I was a big fan. I'm a big fan. I have a shoe, I have a shoe, a shoe signed in the closet here. I have no, – I'm, I'm, I, I – listen – Big Dwight Howard fan. I don't care what anybody says. People say, oh, he did Orlando Magic wrong. No, Magic did him wrong. Let me tell you about being a Magic fan for 30 years, what I've learned. 
from the management here in this town. We, we made Shaq leave. We made Howard leave. We made uh, Tracy McGrady leave. We do not know how to pamper stars, take care of them, make them want to stay. From the media, Orlando media, to the coaches that they use and the, the, the GMs, they just don't know what they're doing when it comes to that, man. Because if you think of all the players that came through this, through this town, through this, you know, this team, my God, man, we, we should have been won a championship. We should have been, like you said, the team with the, the you know, with Penny, Shaq, and uh, 3D, and, and, and all those guys. I mean, you have players that robbed us, like Grant Hill. I mean, the man just pretty much robbed us blind. But, you know, there's other, there's other, uh, other, other you know, Robbie, Grant Hill, he robbed us blind. He played like eight games and got like $40 million. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for a refund. But, uh, no, you know. I tell you, man, we had a lot of great players come through here, man. A lot of, you know, I see a Tracy McGrady again, Hall of Fame player, Shaq. Um, we, you know, a trade to this day that I don't understand, but Chris Webber never wanted to play for us. Back in 93, we had the first round pick. Uh, we had, we had the, the back-to-back first round picks, the first pick of the draft, actually. And we went with Chris Webber, but we traded him for Penny. Penny, Penny got drafted from um, Golden State Warriors at number three, and we did the trade. Because Weber didn't want to play, so I thought to myself, man, imagine if Weber, Shaq, and, and, and uh, with a decent guard, we would have been freaking, uh, would have been, would have been monstrous out there down, down, down low, man. But shoulda, woulda, coulda, man. That's the life of a Magic fan. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know what you're gonna do? But we yeah. had a lot of great teams, man. A lot of great teams. We went to the, we went to the finals. We lost against the Houston. Outplayed us, uh, experience-wise. Out Houston showed, you know, it, it, there was no contest. That's why we got swept. Well, we got swept. Um, uh, we went. We went again. What was it? Was it the Lakers we lost to? Uh, yeah, the Lakers. Yeah, it was the Lakers. Yeah. yeah. Another great experienced team. These guys were young. They were just running. Our guys were just young and running. You know, mm-hmm. they were playing like street ball. I, I would say, you know, just let them run, let them play. <laughs> when you get down to the playoffs in the, in the championship games, you, mm-hmm. you need a little bit more, uh, you know, coaching more. And that we like that. We had Brian Hill, I believe. Um, I think Brian Hill was the head coach. Yeah, I don't know if it was Matt Gugas was the first. But Matt Gugas was our first head coach. But I think it was Brian Hill that had the, the power teams. Mm-hmm. He got out coached. He definitely got out coached. I yeah, mean, he, really? he went up against. He went up against Rudy, uh, Jermanovich, I guess, uh, the head coach from yep. Houston. Yeah, time time and, with, yeah. And he went up against Pat Riley. Or was it Pat Riley, Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson? Uh, uh, so, I mean, yeah. yeah. Phil Jackson. Yep. Yeah, Phil Jackson. Coaches have a lot to do with it. A lot. I don't care what anybody says. Perfect example, Stan Van Gundy. Love the guy here. I believe he's the reason why Howard is never left, you know, but can coach. I just thought he was the one. I, and, and because my thing is this, if you're going to lose your star player, at least keep the damn coach to keep things going where you can stay playoff team. What they did was they got mad at him for something they did, blame Stan. So now Stan left. Then we lost Howard anyways, and now we have nothing. Now we have to We've been rebuilding for like what ten years, you know. But we made the playoffs recently. But there was a lot of dumb moves, a lot of uh, uh, heartache, a lot of heartache. I call it heartache because a guy like me, I watch all the games, and it's like you know, there's games that we could have won, there's games we could have, you know, could we got murdered, and we should have got murdered. And, but that's the life of a Magic fan. Soon we'll make it to the promised land. I hope. I hope. I mean, like the the Magic, uh, Magic has a curse with their centers. You know, Shaq, Howard. Yeah. And Vucevic may as well be soon out the door. 
Um, Stanley Roberts, I believe it was Stanley Roberts. Oh yeah. man! Wow, you, Stanley Roberts. He, yeah. we had we had got him. Before, we got him the year before we got Shaq. Right, Shaq mm -hmm. came out of LSU also. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was a lot. Oh no, we had we had some big guys, but we had some great players, man. It just, but we were never getting no good pieces around them. I mean, three yep. D was your average player. Three D was just just that, just shoot threes. I mean, there was really nothing great about three D. Uh, our first draft pick ever as a franchise was Nick Anderson. To this day, he was one of my favorite players because he's a gritty. He'll get you. He'll grind it out for you on both sides. Mm -hmm. Both sides. Very underrated on the defensive end. Oh yeah, he was. Oh my God. Yes. Um, uh, and like I said, he he um he paid Jordan back with that steal, retiring for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, yeah, there was a lot of. There's just no pieces. You need you need more than. You need three good players. I know I, I'm not, not a big fan of the big three and teams, big ballers, uh, you know, calling other ballers, come join me. I'm not a big fan of that. Mm -hmm. I just, you know I, you know, I understand now it's a different breed right now. It's a whole different last, um, I would say a good last six, seven, eight years they started doing it. All right, I'll say it. Since LeBron came in the league, they've been doing it. <laughs> right. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm probably going to get anyone who want to talk shit, go ahead and comment. But I'll say it. Never had that, man. You never seen Bird say, hey, Magic, I'm going to come hook up with you. You never seen Jordan. Hey, Dominique, come over here. Help me. Let's do this together. We never had that, man. And people always bring up the Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Horace. But guess what? Bulls drafted those other guys, man. It wasn't like, hey, come join me, man. Scotty got you got, 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 got traded over there in the Horace. Uh, for Arkansas. I don't know if they want to say Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Scotty, they all got drafted. It wasn't like, hey, come join me. Michael Jordan made them all stars. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, they helped each other out. We can't do it alone. I understand that. But since since they started this whole Magic, never have a chance, and the Knicks will never have a chance. And these teams that we love so much that are at the bottom of the of the league right now is because they can't get three boss players on the team, man. Mm -hmm. uh... and, and can't compete. You just can't compete. And I always thought that that was why have the draft if we're gonna do it that way? Why why even have a draft? I mean. The whole thing is to make it fair. You have the one seed because you have the worst record. You know, we, we're trying to make it fair. But then all of a sudden, when the draft is over, hey, I'm going to take this guy and this guy. Come over here. You know, boy, it doesn't, I don't understand. You, you mess the system up, man. That's the, that's, just, oh, that's the old school looking at it. You know what I mean? I just – maybe I'm a little old school. Nah. I, I'm, I'm a, I agree with you. I'm a 80, 80, 80, 80s, 80s, 80s. Yeah, from the 80s up type of, you know, hard. Don't get in the lane, but I'll get the elbow in the mouth type stuff. Oh, Charles Oakley, uh, Anthony Mason. Oh, no, no, yeah. The 80, oh, yeah, the 80s, 80s, early 90s. Bad and, you know, the closest we got to back in the real days was when the Bulls and the, and the Knicks used to play in the playoffs. Yeah. With, uh, with uh, Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, Daniels, and all those guys played against the Bulls. You've seen how basketball used to be played with them. It was tough. It was tough. Hello. God bless. Hi. Hi. Hey. God bless. That's awesome. Simply on. Say hello, Uncle Leon. Hi, Uncle Leon. Hey, kids. Hey, Blake. Hey, Gigi. You say hi to John? Hi, Johnny. Hey, how you guys doing? Nice to meet you. All right, go for it. Give us message-sized drills. That's awesome, though. That's all. God bless you, brother. God bless you. God bless you. I got eight myself. Eight kids, two grandkids. Yeah, buddy. 
God bless but, you. Um, yeah, like I was telling, I was just saying that um, the the Bull series, Nick's last Bull series in the playoffs, were the, probably the the last of the Mohegans as far as tough basketball games. Man. Now you can't put two hands on a guy. You can't nope. do this. You can't do that. You know, it's it made it easy. See, this is what I'm saying. It's just like baseball wants to make it easier or faster. Basketball did the same thing, but with a silencer on. If you know what I'm saying, like. Slowly, man, you 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 messed up the draft by doing let these the, the the calls now. You can't touch a player. I mean, it's just so to compare players now to me to compare players from my day my days to the players now. Mm -hmm. it, it it's I don't think you can, man. It's a different style. They they got more leeway now. They got more more rules for them. You know, um, the three ball. I don't want to say the three ball kill the game. It makes it exciting, but. You know, it's, 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 it's guy, this guy's going to be on a four-on-one fast break and he'll stop and bobble. I still, to this day, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big – you got three, four, three – the fundamentals is where I'm at. But when you got three-on-one break and I see a guy just stopping and shooting a three, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is a video game. We're watching video game stuff, and I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. I like picks and passes, and I'm old school. You know, I, like, I like all kinds of stuff like that, but – Absolutely. The game has changed. We know the game has changed, but you know it's more. They want more excitement, more three balls, more crowds going crazy. But, yeah. yeah, like, like but, looking through the games throughout the the group lately, like you could see the difference in it. Like with the Rockets Knicks that that ninety five, um, I'm sorry, the ninety four final series, Starks put up threes and he kept shooting them. He kept yeah. missing. Them. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a high, it's a crowd hyper. I understand that. It it, it it's. And if you're down by 10, fine, man. But, I mean, it just – it's when and when when to do it, man. And like I said, I just don't like the fast breaks and then popping. And Curry's one of them, guys, you know. Great talent and all that. But he's he's one of the guys. He's, he's guilty as charged, man. He could be on a three-on-one and he'll stop and pop it. Percentages, maybe, yeah. Maybe they say the percentage he'll make it. But, come on, man. It's just the percentages. If you want to bring up percentages, then the percentages in the layup on a three-on-one break. Percentages say pass the ball. On three on one, not stop and pop. I mean, if you want, because people are like, oh yeah, but his percentages say he'll make about sixty percent of his threes or seventy percent of his threes. But guess what? On a three on one, a layup is about ninety nine point something percent. That if you want to talk percentages, let them. You know, let's play fundamental ball here. And yeah, so, Charles you know, Smith. Yeah, you know. And, don't, and, don't bring that back up again. Don't, don't, don't bring up Charles Smith again. Don't, don't, don't. don't. <laughs> so, uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, you said Charles. You know, you said Charles Smith. Yeah. Uh, from the from the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. He, grew up, he grew up down the street from me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Yeah, look, bring it up. He lived right down the street from me, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Charles Smith, one of our hometown legends, man. Yes, sir. Chris Smith, also. Chris Smith used to play for the Timberwolves. Yes. Yes, Bridgeport legend, man. Bridgeport, one of my, when uh, my step, my, my, we adopted my brother, and my brother's, uh, uh, he was in a foster home, and Chris Smith was his, uh, you know, his roommate. He grew up together. Yeah, Chris Smith went to college, went to UConn, and that's why I'm a UConn fan to this day. Uh, but yeah, man, yeah, yeah, uh, there's a lot of John uh, John Bagley. He played for the Celtics championship team, Bridgeport product. Oh, okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we have a lot. Well, our town is basketball. It's more basketball than anything. Oh yeah, for sure. We got a lot of good names, big names, you know, decent names, not you know, no super superstars and shit like that. But Charles right. Smith was a good all-around player. He was really mm -hmm. good. He had his time. He had his time. You know what I'm saying? He did good. Chris Smith. Chris Smith didn't do so good in the NBA, but he had a freaking great season at UConn. Mm -hmm. uh, put UConn on the map. Try to help put UConn on the map, too, you know? Uh, 
But uh, yeah, there was a lot of there's a lot of NBA players come out of Bridgeport. Uh, it's a basketball town, but it's also Jets town too, though. I never knew that actually. Oh uh, yeah, you know Bridgeport, Connecticut. What it was is they had a uh, Atlantic Coast Conference team back in the days. So it was like the minors for football. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then in the in Bridgeport, they had a team called the High Ho Jets. And oh wow! So yeah, and it was affiliated with the New York Jets. So uh, there's a guy back in the '73. He forgot his – they didn't have a helmet ready for him, but I'll show you the picture uh, in the football group. But So he had to wear his high-hole Jets helmet. It's pretty cool. Bridgeport high-hole Jets. Oh, that's pretty cool. He had to wear that one because they didn't have his Jets helmet ready because when he got called up. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got a little history on my team, man. I got, like, I got at least 30 years on each team that I am. I, I travel on the East Coast. So I was born in Massachusetts, Red Sox fan, always been because my dad played ball. Uh minor league ball, and uh, so we have big Red Sox. Uh, so Red Sox, UConn, Jets in Connecticut. Then I moved to Florida, and I became a Magic fan and Florida State fan. Florida State fan is I finished my high school here, and a buddy of mine on the football team, he went to Florida State, and I became a fan. Wow. 30 years later, I'm still a Florida State fan. So it's a little history. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to sit and say you can tell I'm not a bandwagon fan because none of my teams ain't done shit in 40 years, but, you know. Oh, excuse me, except the Red Sox, excuse me. But, yeah, there you go. You know, like, <laughs> hey, took me a while. <laughs> 2004, man, the best thing that ever happened to me 2004. I had my daughter was born in the Red Sox won the World Series, man. Nice. Oh, that was good. That that series was something else, man. Oh, that was a beautiful series. Man. That was definitely uh, – <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I lived in a house of the hardcore Yankee fan. My wife's a hardcore Yankee fan, my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we were living all together, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law. And um, came, went home. I went out. Gosh, I can't watch the game here with these people, man. Because they, they, they <laughs> went to the bar, man. I think I went to the wing house and I kept watching them. And we lost the first game. Come home and talk junk. Second game, came home, man. They were talking junk. The third game, I went to my bedroom door and it was a broom on the leaning on the door with, a, with, a, with a picture of Babe Ruth, with a picture of Babe Ruth in the broom. And I was like, you know what, that's it. Told my wife, yeah, let's go, let's go out, let's get out of the house. I don't want to hear this shit. We went to a store, a sports store, and I bought my daughter. It was just born in May. Mm-hmm. What a, a Red Sox onesie. And I said, you know what? We're gonna lose, man. We're gonna we're gonna represent tonight. Mm-hmm. Won that first game. So I told my wife, I said, yo, put that damn outfit back on her tomorrow. And we won the second game. I said, yo, put, don't even wash that thing, man. Put that <laughs> she spit up on it. I don't give a damn if she's shitting in that thing, man. Put that shit right back on it. <laughs> hey, listen, we won the third game, and I'm like, yo. I said, this time, let's do or die, man. Leave that outfit on her again. I'm going to the bar. And we did it. Came that back. was crazy, man. Came back man. home. Everybody was sleeping. All of a sudden, they sleeping. Well, I was screaming, I wake the fuck up. And then her father to this day says, you know, ever since you've been with Johnny, I've been with her 18 years. Ever since we've been, we ain't really done shit, but won a championship. Man. I said, the rest of us got three. I got one since you've been with Johnny. I'm, hey, I'm the new curse, motherfucker. I'm the new curse. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, man, that's a true story on the baseball team. I know we, I know we're in the basketball group, but but that's, um, it's all no, good. We always do crossovers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's I swear to God, true story, man. In 2000, yeah. then I had another child in 2008. I believe in 2008, man. Uh, 
that 2007, I think, so that every year that, in 2001 was the last one we won. Oh, yeah, it's like every time I have a child, I win it. Damn. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm having like 100 kids. <laughs> they all can have one ring each. I'm happy. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Man, you, yeah, man, you get yeah, one for the Jets? Huh? You get one for the Jets? Please do. Please do. Uh, I, was born in 70, I, I was born in 72, man. So they won in 80, uh, 68, 69, I believe, season. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, man. That's uh, rough. Close, 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 Closest I ever been was the uh, back-to-back uh, AFC championship. Yep. AFC championship with, uh, with Rex Ryan and uh, Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Well, we could be a Lions fan. I used to say we could be Eagles fans, and, and oh, yeah, now they got one. Like, God, man, took it away from me. Oh. <laughs> but, hey, you could be what Lions fans? What happened with the – oh, my bad, though. Oh, I'm sorry, Liam. Sorry. Hey. I got the national, so I'm good. Yeah, I like the Stafford. Yeah, you don't like him. He said he's no, I, no, I, no, I like Stafford. I, I don't, I don't know why they keep trying to trade him, but you know, yeah, they, 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 oh yeah, you know, I, you just can't get that big game for you, man. I think that's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. He's like uh he's going down the Philip Rivers uh way, you know, like where he's good, 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 <laughs> but during good during the season, and then you know, you know what I mean. Uh, I don't know. Just try. Hey, it could be worse. You could have had Mark Sanchez. But fumble. Exactly. Everybody knows the defense in the running game is the one that took us to the promised land. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was fun. It was fun though. We we did, you know, and the thing is, man. The guy played 16 games in college, and then we drafted him. I never understood that, man. Never understood that at all. At all. Yeah, definitely. That definitely – that still hurt. But let me say this one thing. Since we're talking football, uh-huh. catch that Deep Thirds podcast with yes. Yes. Ryan, you know, Matt, Randy. Catch that. They do an awesome job on that one. Love watching it. Shout out yeah, to you guys. Matter fact, doing a great job. Keep yeah, on doing matter it. Matter of fact, uh, if you go to Football Life now, uh, Matt just posted uh, uh, the new one. They couldn't mm-hmm. go live because they had technical difficulties, but the new show is up on the uh, on there. So you guys go catch that, man. Show some love, man. Yeah, they, some, they, I know they had the – uh, uh, they did pick 11 to 21 last night for the draft. Mm-hmm. They did a mock draft last night, so shout out. When to is them. the draft, by the way? It's the 20 – Next week. Next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, Just man, getting, I just don't – We're getting old linemen. We ain't getting a wide receiver. You know how the Jets work. We get I know, yeah. Linemen. You know – at this point, man, I've seen a lot of uh, Douglas made a lot of moves for the O line, and uh, you know, I, I, I say stick, stick with that, stay with that. If you want mm-hmm. this guy, to, if you want Sam, Sam has to have a breakout year this year, and if for him to mm-hmm. do that, you have to protect him. I gotta mean, you got to give him more than three seconds. You got to give him, you got to give him at least five seconds in the in the pocket at least. Exactly, exactly. If you go to the second, the second, not the first round, maybe the second. Would love to be a Tom Brady. We can look at first, second, third, fourth, right, all of them guys. Yeah, man, got all day. Any quarterback mm-hmm. can be good when you got all day like that. Exactly. But, uh, and that's what we need. We need to get him more time. And uh, I say go O-line all the way. I don't care. I mean, just and, and have a have a contest. Who's going to win? A, uh, have like 10 of those guys out there trying to fight for one. <laughs> for At sure. this point, I don't care. For sure. It's, it's been known, man. It's been known. You protect your quarterback. You win. You, you, can, you can prosper, man. But if you mm-hmm. don't, 
Look at Brady. Brady's not a – like I said, let's see what Tampa's going to do. Because think about it. The man's not a running quarterback. He doesn't throw good running. He's not – he doesn't go out of the pocket. He needs his time. And Tampa has a big – yeah, you, you you got a big fish. And he might be 42. Yeah, yeah. He's still capable. But he's still can throw. He's still can throw. You still know he's capable, but you got to give him that time. Exactly. But Bruce Arias, man, he's smart enough to know that anyways. You know, they got a good coach. I'm happy for Tampa, man. I get to go watch. Nah, I go watch up the street. I, it's like a 45-minute ride. I can go up there and watch. How far, is that? That, how far are you from uh, Jacksonville? Jacksonville, three hours. Damn. Uh, it's not bad, though. I, I went to uh, both Jacksonville games the last two years, uh, last two seasons. Oh, when they played the Jets, too, yeah, you went? Yeah, yeah, when they played the Jets, I go to Tampa, mm-hmm. I go there. I usually, I, we usually, I do one travel game every year and one home game. Uh, I try to, I try to catch one home game a year, one, one, one travel. The, the travel game that we usually go to is the Miami game because that's our rivalry. That's another mm-hmm. rivalry. So mm-hmm. that's another. So Miami's three hours that way. Jacksonville three hours the other yep. way. So it's not bad. It's not a bad road trip at all. Um, they, they always seem to lose in Miami. Huh? Yeah. They all, they always lose in Miami. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things, man. That uh, it's a. It's, listen, let me tell you something. Anybody in uh, AFC East to tell you that uh, the, the Jets and the Patriots are rivals is full. Our rivalry is Miami. That's it. Yep. That's Miami, it right there. Miami always shows up, man, when they play us. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's a saying out here. Uh, there's a saying in, in, in Miami land and also in Jets land. I don't care if we lose every game as long as we beat the, 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 the Dolphins twice. <laughs> we can go 2-14 as long as we beat the Dolphins twice. And I believe they say the same thing, so. Yep. It's a it's a rival thing, man. You know, it's always been a rival thing. Mm-hmm. I never considered the Patriots, uh, and they're in our division. Don't get me wrong; they're our division rival, but not that you know the, the team you hate the most. You know. So, what is your favorite uh, Magic memory? Huh? What would be your most memorable Magic uh, game? Favorite one? Uh, the Valentine's game triple overtime with the with the uh, with the Knicks. I actually was at that game. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, I got up. I got up to ready to leave. Thought we didn't, and we we hit uh, Nick and uh, Nick, uh, Dennis Scott hit a three. Triple mm-hmm. overtime. I believe it was on a February fourteen. It was on a Valentine's Day game. Yeah, triple overtime. Uh, was there live? It was pretty bad. That was probably one of the best games I've been to. I've That's been to cool. a few playoff. I've been to a few a few playoffs games. Uh, uh, I've been to a lot of great seat games. You know what I mean? Like sitting down by the floor. I mean, you you know games like that but I think my more my, my memory wise like the best that excitement was was that one it was the triple overtime game uh, oh. it was I think it was a national televised game too on NBC but, and I was at that game so that was that was my, my top that was my top uh the other one probably would be um I want to say I want to say when Shaq, he didn't break the backboard but he came down I oh, say, with the, the Nets game? With the Nets game, yeah. I, to, no, but I know there's two. Yeah, he broke oh. one. He, 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 but the other one just came down in Orlando. I think it was Phoenix. Yeah, it was Phoenix. I just came down. It didn't yeah, break. It didn't one break. he broke. I know he broke the last one everywhere. But the one I'm talking about is when it just came down. And the hydraulics broke. They had to bring out a whole other hoop and shit like that. <laughs> Shaq was a damn monster. Yeah, oh, he was. He was a beast, man. It, it was, when he dunked, man, and if you sat close enough to the floor, man, you can hear it. it man. I tell you, man. It, 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 yeah, he he's woo. He he done some great, man. I, I, like I said, that's another guy that we messed up big time, uh, the PR wise, because 
once the once the local headlines get to you, man, and, and they start talking bad about you, it's hard to spin out of that. So, yeah, he wanted to stay in Orlando, though. He did. He really he did. wanted to win Orlando. And so did Dwight Howard. He wanted to stay here too, and he did. He really did. He loved it here, man. But and everybody blamed him, and I'm like, why are you blaming him? Everybody in Orlando hates Dwight now, man. I got his jersey. I'm like, geez. I got his jersey framed up, hanging in my son's room. Mm. Got three jerseys hanging my son's framed up. That's Dwight Howard, David Ortiz, and Joe, uh, Joe Namath. They're all hanging up, signed, hanging up in his room. Uh, they were mine in my man cave, but I don't have a man cave no more. So I gave it to him. But yeah, man, these guys wanted to stay in Orlando. They really did, man. It's yep. just management, man. I tell you, man. Uh, it's it's it has a lot to do with owners, man. That don't want that want don't want to reinvest reinvest their money, man. Everybody knows that in basketball. Uh, you know, you your guys with the Knicks. I mean, Dolan's with. Yeah. You know, he don't want to spend <laughs> money. You know, you got to spend money to make money, and, and, and you know, if if, if 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 you really let Shaq go because you he wanted five million dollars more than what you were trying to offer, we're talking five freaking million dollars here, man. Which right now I'm pretty sure they. How much money you could have made having Shaq for a few more years, man? Oh my God! You quadruple that, man. Five million bucks. Howard too. I think Howard came down to like three million buck difference. Yeah. Like, oh man, we losing players for three mil. This guy's on the bench get three mil as a five year, year veteran. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Automatic is three years, man. Three so, three mil. That's crazy. Man. I don't know. Would you happen? Anyway, would you happen to remember the game where Dennis Rodman got his Shaq? When he, when he swung at Shaq? No, no, no. When he, uh, Dennis Rodman guarded Shaq. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't at the game. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Who else? You, Bro, I was going to put listen, on him, right? I thought that was a great, great move. All right, listen. <laughs> Nobody better defensive than my boy Rodman. Not the worm. The worm is the worm, man. <laughs> he, he frustrated Shaq. Let's keep it real. He frustrated Shaq. Mm-hmm. He knew how to do it, man. He knew how to do it. But the thing is, when, when you have a reputation of being a Rodman, and, and you go in there frustrated guy, and I'll say he's getting blamed for most of that shit that happened. I know he got a technical when he shouldn't have got one. Uh, he got on the Shaq skin a lot, man. He, uh, Barkley, too. Him and Barkley, oh, Lord, yeah. Lord, man. I love watching them go at it, man. I was a big Worm fan when he was with the Bad Boys and the Pistons uh, before it became, the, you know, the, the freak show that he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was, he was a beast, man. He was the beast on the boards. Oh, my Jesus. Fundamental all the way, man. Didn't care about scoring. He made he made, he made playing defense uh, worthy, man. Worthy, like you know, like now people take that serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like he had like an endless amount of energy. He, like he knew that was his role, which yes. which yeah. is funny. Which is going to bring up uh, the upcoming documentary uh, with the Last Dance. It's going to feature what the ninety seven ninety eight Bull team. It's supposed uh-huh. to start tomorrow night. On uh, ESPN, so yeah, the, the other night, the other game. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, the the documentary is supposed to be on ESPN tomorrow. Oh yeah, Empire tomorrow. The last dance, the last dance tomorrow. Yeah, that's um. Yeah. A lot of people think it's gonna be a Michael Jordan documentary, but it's really about the team's last dance together. Um, like I told you earlier, I, I, I the GM for the uh, Bulls that year went up to uh, Phil Jackson. He said. Uh, I don't care if you go 82 and 0, you're not coming back. So and that's when Phil told the guys, "Hey, this is our last dance." So I believe the documentary has to do with their last season together. I thought it was a Michael Jordan. I looked a little bit into it. I thought it was just something about Michael Jordan, but it's about the whole team at home. Yeah. And that, last, that last championship together, I think it was number six. Uh, yeah, that year. Yep. 
Felipe says Shaq is the best ramen guy under everybody. Yeah, he did, man. I agree, Felipe. Shaq yeah, ramen that we got under everybody's skin. That's 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 hey, anybody tell you Michael Jordan did that shit too? The mind game is part yeah. of the game, man. If you get under somebody's skin, you can talk a guy out of it. You can definitely yeah. talk a guy out of a shot. I was pretty big on that too, man. I was like the Gary Payne. I was like the Gary Payne of my YNC. <laughs> what position you play? Uh, I believe it or not, I've been six foot two since the fifth grade, bro. Holy shit! Yeah, so I played center in the eighth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, high school eighth up center, and then of course there were bigger guys going into the senior years and shit. But uh, then I went to forward. But yeah, I've been a tall dude, my uh, skinny, tall ass, lengthy dude for like a long time. To a point where I had, I had back issues because of that. I grew too fast, and I'm like five mm-hmm. foot six foot tall. That was all meat and bones, man. But boy, hey, your boy can hoop though. Man, I believe <laughs> it. Boy can hoop. There's pictures out there with me, me in the air. People, dog. I'm telling you, I'm gonna get them next time. I'm gonna post them. I'm going to my mama's house when this is all over. And I'm gonna go ahead and and mom, all them pictures, all them pictures you have of me playing ball, man. I want. Let me take a picture of them, and I because she don't give nobody her picture. But I'm like, let me take a picture of them, I can show everybody. Yeah, speaking of favorite games, I'm not gonna lie, like that was one of my favorite games with the last shot with Jordan because that game, if you remember it, it was back and forth. And yeah. to that last possession, Carl Malone, you know, they had the perfect trap, he didn't see perfect boom, strips him. Jordan brings it. Iron Russell, he he had no chance. But <laughs> just nah. Mike hit him with that cross. A little bit, a little bit yeah. of a show, but you know you're not gonna call that back then. He just, it was perfect. You talk about a perfect shot, form, everything, straight in, and that's why I think Jordan should have ended it right there. That right. that was it. Right there was perfect. The ending, you won the finals. Then he just after that was just whatever. You can't put any kind of thing on his legacy, but NBA he should have just. He um he, he went he went on the on the uh, making money side after that. That's why he went to he, mm-hmm. he had part ownership of the Wizards, I believe. Yep. And then he became a ball player for them. You know, he tried to you know try to fill the seats up, make money, and, and uh-huh. hey, might have been a smart move because now he's a billionaire. And he owns yeah, for sure. Oh, he's always gonna make money. I, mean, so I don't think I would ever even picture Michael Jordan doing anything else in the NBA, but maybe being commissioner if that. But other than being, a, he had to be an owner. I mean, he wasn't just gonna walk away, and that was it, man. I mean, like I said, yeah, that's the one thing he's trash after. If that's one thing he's trash after, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's he's being tight, man. He's being tight with the money, man. That's when that money, man. You should have never let Walker. Walker, uh, you caught by the way. Walker was a bad dude, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, I went down there seeing him play, man. He was, he was bad. But, you know, just there's teams out there that just gonna stay in the rebuild mode for so long because the uh, the owners don't want to spend their money. The 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 league is letting players. Um, uh, team team, uh, 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 dream team up, you know. I mean, everybody's teaming up, and the little guys ain't gonna make it that big, man. I mean, I, I don't see how you got the uh, first four, first top five teams in the East above 500, and the, and the other three, and the rest are under, and then three of them are making the playoffs. It doesn't make for good basketball to me, but um, yeah, well, the playoffs are supposed to start today. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the Magic would have been the eighth seed. Brooklyn would have been the seventh, and it would have been an automatic sweep for both. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you know that's what happened. Hey, that's what happened last year. All right, we're in the playoffs. Oh shit, the Raptors. But hey, let me tell you something. We lost to the champions, man. You can't get mad. 
You can't yeah. beat them, you know? I mean, I went on with Duke, man. It was a great team, man, you know? And it's still oh, a great yeah. team. They lost Leonard, and everybody thought that was it for them. They, they were balling this oh, year. Man. But, yeah, man, I mean, yeah, that was going to be the same scenario this year, man, the same scenario. We're going to make the AC and – We'll make it, and we won't make it out of that. We won't make it out of that bracket, man. I already knew that, man. I mean, and that's why I say that the way it's set up, it's just, and it's gonna be like that as long as you let keep letting all these all stars team up with each other. The bottom guys are never gonna have a chance. Oh, but the draft makes it fair. Then these guys with the worst record can get the best player. Yeah, for what a year or two, and then they're gone to go join somebody else. I don't. I don't. That's just my theory, but you know, I don't know. So. You were a 6'2 guard. How'd you transition to a chef? Oh, well, yeah, that's um, first, um, of course, because basketball at the time was my life. Um, I, I was, I was, I would probably spend eight hours a day in the YMCA ball. Uh, I was on the street from my house, but don't, they didn't come from me. It didn't come from a, uh, a rich family, stuff like that. You know, I, I, you know, I'm in the projects, man. I'm in the projects in Connecticut. And uh, so to, to get the good shoes and the, the Nikes and the Jordans and, uh, and uh, to keep up with the classmates. I had to work early at an early age. And I, I, in Connecticut, you can work at 15. So I got a job at McDonald's at 15 years old on the weekends and part-time. And, uh, you know, just like I said, and, and the passion for cooking at early age because of my mom and – Next thing you know, I went from McDonald's to another restaurant, from another restaurant, and next thing you know, you know what? I'm pretty good at this. And I went to, came out here to Florida. I went, uh, got a job at Disney World. They put me to culinary school and worked for Disney for a long time. And here I am, man. Yeah, and it just, just snowballed. But just, just to be honest, I was that guy that joined home, home economics and get with the girls, but, but end up, loving, but, but end up loving the cooking and the doing stuff in the, you know, the home economic stuff, cooking, baking, uh, sewing shit. I can like right now, you know, some, one of my kids shirt ripped, they come bring it to me. Now, mommy and dad sold this for me. You know, I, I got skills on the sewing machine too. That's what's up. I picked up on it. I liked it, man. It was one of those things, man. Dad might've called me gay a few times, but, you know, thought that I had some problems thinking because I like girl stuff. But at the same time, man, hey, now everybody wants to be a chef. You make a career yeah. out of being a chef. I mm -hmm. want to open up my own restaurant. You know, I started thinking like that. Man, when I get bigger, I'm at my own restaurant. And, and that's still on the works. But my health, my health kind of uh, detoured me. My health detoured me. And um, but I still got my goals to get my food truck, which I'm working on now. And uh, you know, that's, I'm still, that's still the goal, man, to be my own boss uh, in my own place. So you'll get it. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to let this, you know, like I said, I might have to hire somebody to do the work, man, but I'm still going to, you know, I'm still I'm still going to be there teaching and stuff like that. But physically, I'm not be here. Like I said, this is the longest I'm setting up and, you know, doing the shows is long, man. And I have to, like right now, I'm not paying to sit here talking to y'all, but it's, it's not a, it's not a, uh, I got a neck and I've been needing a knee replacement on now for like a year. So I'm postponing it with health issues and my knee is like that big right now as we talk it's, it's, it's being mobile is one of the worst things in the world right now for me. But uh, but being a chef was something I always wanted to be, man. It was just something that I, you know, when the basketball thing didn't work out because I always thought I was going to be a basketball player, just like every other kid, you know. And they tell you, you get trophies and tell you you're good and you get a newspaper and you're, you know, you're, you're like, going to be the next big thing, Mr. Basketball, this, this, and that in the town. And the next thing you know, hanging out with the wrong group of guys at one time and I got in trouble in school. Uh, I actually got caught with a firearm in school property and that just killed me. Damn. 
crushed my dreams of ever, you know, of course I got expelled and this, this, that. And, and then, uh, so, you know, cooking was, uh, cooking was my, cooking was my, my backup. And I'm like, you know what, I'm pretty good at this. Oh shit, what, I can make $15 an hour at fucking 18 years old. Oh shit, and then, you know, next thing you know, I'm making $28 an hour at, uh, you know, at 20 some years old. Like, oh shit, you know, this, this money in this, and I love doing it. There you go. Yeah, so, you know. It was when I tell a 6'2 cook, and then, you know, the food's yeah, bad, yeah. so. Yeah, and you know, it's funny, I, like I told you, uh, I, I tore, tore both rotator cups, and people are like, oh, but you don't pitch, you don't do that, but when you're a chef, man, you're you're cook, you're getting stuff from the top, the bottom, reaching in the coolers, and this is this is thirty years of this moving around and this and that. You get carpal tunnel in your hands from kneading dough. It's a lot. Of, it's, it's hard work. It's not no, you know, it's, it's a lot of sweat. Not only because it's hundred degrees in the kitchen, but it's still like it's a lot of work, man. But mm-hmm. it's, a, it's something you have to have a passion for. That I tell you, you have to have a passion. You ever met any uh, magic players down there? Why what? Have you ever met any uh, Magic players? I've actually there? cooked for Magic players. I've cooked for uh, New York Mets players. I've cooked for uh, I cooked for the Olympics when they were in Georgia. I went over there on uh, Aramark Cooking Crew, and I we catered for the the, the top lines. Uh, I worked for the Wide World of Sports uh, here in Disney World, where the Atlanta Braves mm-hmm. when Atlanta Braves play a minor league, uh, excuse me, a spring ball. They used to, but they don't now. This last year was their last year, but yeah. And that's when John mm-hmm. Smoltz, Greg Maddox, and all those guys were on the team. So I got to meet all them. You know, it's not a ball. I've uh, I've actually got to meet Michael Jordan at the uh, ESPN Club. Uh, you're not allowed to really uh, like ask for pictures, but you know, you, you get to say hi, whatever. But but cook-wise, yeah, I cooked for some Magic players. I cooked for Bull Outlaw and his family. I've cooked for Donald Royal and his family. It was like a little group thing. But uh, yeah, this cooking thing, man, you can meet a lot of good people, man. You, know, you, you can, you know, I, I cooked a lot. I cooked with a lot of famous chefs. You know what I mean? I had a, a you know opportunity to learn from some great chefs. Um, some who are on TV, actually. So, but um, yeah, you know, it, it's hey, it's a good gig, man. Especially out here in the sports. Like I live in uh, I live. I live in the middle, like I live like like in the county line of Orlando and Kissimmee, Florida. So like it's like I live in Osceola County and Orange County is Orlando, but mm-hmm. like I said, I can go on one side of the line and I'm like right here. We're like so we have a lot of sporting things out here. We used to, I, 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 oh yeah, by the way, I also worked for the Houston Astros uh, spring training facility, so I cooked for the Astros players also. Oh, so, yeah. so they're used to the garbage can banging. I, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I cook, I, man, they listen, anywhere I get a gig, get that money, man. <laughs> that money, man, it pay good. Get it. Hey, hey, the players tip good, too. Mm-hmm. They tip good. That's what I heard. Could have been like uh, Penny's, like, private chef, because I, I hear his uh, house is pretty nice. Huh? I think probably could have been like Penny's private chef. You know, you know, um, you know, I actually, it was a spring, one time we were at the wing house, and, uh, uh, I, I noticed uh, the, the blue and the blue and black motorcycles parked out front, and I seen the T the T Mac on there. I'm like, no, went inside and Tracy McGrady was there. So we got, we got to kicking it with Tracy McGrady for a while. Me, my, my good boy, uh, my good friend uh, Ray Ray, and Ray Sanchez and I were both uh, we were just hanging out with him, hanging out. We got drunk. Say, hey, you guys, and we were actually with a couple females that one of them Tracy, I was supposed to be talking to, but Tracy kind of got an interest in. And I was like, yeah, go ahead, man. He asked me, he's like, yo, is that you? Is that you? I'm like, nah, nah, man. Do what you do, bro. So he invited us back to his place, man. And uh, 
Big ass place, man. Uh, and uh, so we ended up hanging out at his place, and I ended up cooking, uh, cooking for him. And uh, he's like, "Yo, everybody, oh, we hungry." He said, "Man, you the chef? You know, you told me you're the chef, right?" Yeah. Then go whip something up. I said, "I opened up the fridge, but you ain't got shit in here, man." <laughs> said, what you want me to whip up? We ain't got nothing in here. He's like, "Man, yeah, man, I just got back in town." I'm like, "Oh, shit, you got to eat whatever, man. Yeah, shit to cook, man." But I would have loved to cook for him at that time, but he had no goddamn food. <laughs> trying to get me to leave the house and shit. Hey, go go get some here, man. Go get, take some money, go pick up some food. Yeah, but you can be all, alone with old girl. You think I'm stupid, though? <laughs> but after that day, man, yeah, I've hung out with Tracy McGrady for a couple of times. He's a down-to-earth dude, man. They're both from him and Vince are from uh, up the street, man. 40-minute drive, Auburndale, Florida. So, you know, he, he's a local. He, he, he's, he's known to be walking around here in certain places, like the Wing House, uh, the mall, shit like that. You know, they, they, these guys, these guys stay grounded, man. I like that about them. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So, if you were to create a Mount oh, Rushmore of the uh, Orlando Magic, if you were to create like a Mount Rushmore for Orlando Magic team, okay, how many is that? Four or five? That's four. Uh, right? Five. five. Oh, okay, four, four. Okay, four one for each position. Well, I got to go with the original Magic man, Nick Anderson. Uh, he's gonna be on my mop, my rock uh, for the Magic because he's the original. And he finished, yeah, he, he he had a great career with us. He was he was good. Uh, Shaq, of course, you know, it's tough, man. I, a lot of people would put, I probably won't put Nick Anderson up there, but I was a big fan of him. I met him a few times. I hung out with him when the uh, when the All-Star game was here in Orlando in 92, I believe was. I hung out with him in Batumbo. Uh, uh, I got pictures and stuff. I hang out with my kids. They were also with my kids. My two daughters at the time were probably about six or seven years old. And they were really, and they signed the jersey. He was so down to earth, man. Also, I'm definitely going to put uh, Tracy McGrady on there, of course. Um, okay. I, I want to say Penny, Matt, you know, Shaq. So, yeah, I don't want to leave Scott Skiles out, but I'm going to. But it's going to be mine. It's going to be Shaq, Nick Anderson, Tracy McGrady, and Penny Hardaway. And, and there's a couple out there, like I said, Scott Skiles, who's a journeyman for us. And it was, to this day, he owns the most assists in the game at 30. Right. Uh, he holds that record, by the way, still to this day. I don't think nobody's ever got more than 30 assists in one game. Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think anybody's going to break it. That, mm-hmm. that, was, that was a beautiful game, by the way, too. Uh, I mean, to watch something like that, you know, it, it's uh, uh, not being selfish. And that guy, it was, it was really gritty, too, man. He would, he would. I just got to go with my heart with the Nick Anderson one, but I, I think maybe Scott Skiles might accomplish just a little bit more on the on the court. Mm-hmm. But Nick Anderson has, my, has, you know, it's a hard thing, man. It's more of a cool dude, man. Really cool dude. Still here, still works with the Magic. Still, mm-hmm. and that's probably why too, you know. Scott Scotty left and everything, but he's still in Orlando. So he's still doing neighborhood stuff for the community. He's still on the Magic Channel on uh, Fox. So um, yeah, I'm gonna go with him. So those are my four. I think that was a good four, too, by the way. That is pretty good. I know I didn't mention Dwight Howard also, but it's, it's only four, and I'm just going with the longevity. Um, you know, Dwight Howard got two defensive players of the year for us. He um, he was he was a great talent, man, but it was just short-lived. Short-lived. Short-lived as far as when he hurt his back. I don't think he ever came back 100% from that, uh, from that back surgery he had. And then uh, – but, yeah, I'm just going to pick Nick Anderson, man, before – Scotty Skiles and Dwight Howard, even though Dwight Howard's one of my favorites, but I just think if you go Mike Mount Rushmore and what they accomplish and what, what they're doing now, I think those four are going to be the best. That's a strong list. 
you know, inside of basketball and outside of basketball, you know. Like Benny Hardaway, a uh, uh, great guy also from Memphis. He, um, mm-hmm. he, teach, he teaches kids out of, you know, teaches kids over there. Now he, now he got the job at Memphis, mm-hmm. uh, which was his dream job. But before that, he did AAU basketball, and he was like a legend as a coach over there, man. Like, uh, he won a lot of championships uh, as a AAU. I think three, a three-peat, I'm, I'm almost thinking. But it's just the things that they do off-court, too, that makes me put them on the Mount Rushmore, not just on the court. Um, uh, of course, you know, McGrady, I mean, the guys, like I said, he's still grounded here in Orlando. Still grounded. Good guy, man. Really good. Those are good people. I'm happy to have the privilege of eating them all. I met Shaq when he first came down here, when, like, his first year. Never met him after that. I've never really bumped heads with him like that, but. Just one of those high and buys to quick picture type things, you know. Uh, a, a team outing, a team outing, you know. And he have, uh, hey, you can go meet the yeah. player at Sporting Goods, stuff like that. Get mm-hmm. in line, meet him. Hey, what's up, big man? Hey, what's up? Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, what do you guys? What? What? Is, what? Is, so you're a Knicks fan down below, uh, 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 Jacob. But what's your four? Uh, my four, Ewing, always gonna be there. Of course. Yep, Ewing. Uh, Let's see. Clyde is definitely going to be my point. Uh, and I'm going to put him up here. Definitely Melo. He, he's on it. Of course. I mean, he's on it. Wait, hold on. Let me end this. Let me end this uh, meeting real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I think Melo belongs there. I think Melo belongs there. Yeah, you got to think. I'm trying. Clyde, I didn't really see play, but his impact on it, like I said, you said impact and what he's doing now. That's what I'm going with. You yeah, and yeah. what he did. And the last one, I'm going to go with – Nick's had a lot of good players. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's rough. Wait a second. I got two in my mind right now that I'm going to – Man. And I'm going to go with Bernard King. Oh, you did mention Frazier, right? Yep. Okay, okay, yeah, I was going to say, oh, yeah, Nick King, of course, yeah. I got, a, I got to. I got he to. A, he was a beast with the ball, man. I, yeah. I, I would, I would uh, you know, a lot of guys would have put uh, different guys up there, like Starks and stuff, but, you know, you got I, I love John Starks, but nah, he's not. I go with my four only because – we don't have a long history like you guys do, you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? What's your, what's your team? Your team is? Uh, uh, Nets. The Nets. Okay, so, yes, yeah, so you guys, New Jersey Nets, so you, you guys have a longer history than I do. Mm. Uh, you got Brooklyn. Now they're Brooklyn, but you still go back into the, into the yeah. Nets. Um, what is your four? So. And I know one for sure got to be on there. I, 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 like just Dr. J. I played against one of them. Because I've, 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 I've never seen him play. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I have Jason Kidd because he went to back-to-back finals. That's the one I played with against. I played against him once. Oh yeah. Yeah, he came to the Florida Milk Challenge here in Florida. Nice. In high school, yeah. Um, one. This one's actually pretty recent. Probably Brooke Lopez. Okay. Okay. Well, man, man. I mean, he's 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 he means he was he was there a while and he's, he's contributed yeah. a lot. He, he was good he, and he was able to uh, he. Reestablish his career under Kenny. He did. He did. It's good. There's, good. there's a next player that I can't get his name in my head, man. He was, uh, shit, man. 
So yeah, because I was watching, I didn't see like full full uh, games of him. But what I did see the other day, that guy was sick, man. I I, I really wish I saw. Yes, him. yes. The other day when you 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 played at a watch party with the Magic in the New Jersey. And then I didn't realize Nick Anderson dropped fifty in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Anderson, man. I tell you, man. You can light it up. Yeah, he, he um. Buck Williams. Yeah, it was yeah, Buck. Well, yeah, Buck. Yeah, say Buck, I didn't hear. Yeah, okay, Buck Williams. I remember, you know, that was my gener- you know, my generation. Dr. J, Buck Williams, yeah. He was good. Buck was actually good at it. How about Jefferson? You didn't really like what he contributed or? Man. Oh. <laughs> so. You can't, why nobody likes Jefferson, man? He talks too damn much. <laughs> you got a job now. That's what he's supposed to do. <laughs> I know, but damn, he just speak like he was just a. I love, bro. I gotta before you say it, I love the part when Greeny and Daniel Jones shut his ass down when they were like, "Oh yeah, they they did something. They traded me in," and they were like, "Guess what? The yeah. Nets got better." His face. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I see him trying. I see him trying out there, man. Well, I think it was the last time I seen him on the TV. I think uh, 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 Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Stephen A. Smith he ate him up on first date. Mm-hmm. They go at it. They go at it. I like that. Oh, I yeah, like that. Sure. But oh. he he did go. He did go to back to back finals too, didn't he? With the Jason Kidd era. Yeah, yeah. Jason yeah. Kidd, Kenny Martin. Yeah, second year, I think, the Tumbo. But they, yeah, they like I said, look, look what, what happened to us, man. Like, the New Jersey went to back-to-back finals, and then boom. Uh, the Magic went to back-to-back, you know, to the finals a couple of times, and, the, and then everything started. And then everything started, like, uh, used to be able to rebound, like, on a, off a bad season quicker. You know what I mean? Now it's taking five, six years to rebound. And it's because the teams, the guys are teaming with each other, and it's because – uh, I don't know. I think the draft level, the draft is not that great lately. I mean, yeah, there's a couple stars out there, but not, you know, and that's what happens when you don't have these kids go to college more than one year. I mean, yep. uh, if you think about the, the talent level from, like, let's say my generation, I'm 47, by the way, so if the, 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 the drafts used to be from guys that played two or three years in college, not up, three years in college, four years in college. And look, Michael Jordan played three years in college. I mean, it just because you had to, you had to get better. You had to, it wasn't just, you know, I'm thinking yeah. of the shit right out of high school, man. You know what I mean? You got to go in there and get the discipline. And I know it's a money thing now. I mean, I understand that now. It's okay. You go to college, you can get hurt. 
and then my career might be over. But there's got to be some kind of insurance these guys can be able to get because they make they make the NCAA billions of dollars uh, uh, playing ball for them, and it should give them some kind of some kind of insurance where if you get hurt. I've always been a big fan of that. If they get hurt during college because, okay, you want us to make you money and stay in college, then assure me that if something happens to me, I'm going to get a couple million dollars because I can leave right now and go make those millions. But if you want me to make you guys this money, let help me out here. Brother one, we shouldn't be starving before we go to bed every night. You know, college athletes, they don't, you know, we should, I think, I guess what I'm trying to say, they should start getting paid. I think if they start getting paid, they will be less hungry. Kids going to bed hungry, uh, you know, going to sleep hungry. And number one, number two, it'll make them want to stay in college where you make more money and they get better. And then at the end of it all, when it comes to the NBA, we get better product, better talent. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, because you take a kid out of high school and, yeah, he might have the, uh, the abilities, and the, the, but the knowledge is the knowledge, man. you got to know the game more. It ain't, you know, I don't know. I just think that uh, organized ball is, you know, coming out of high school. I think when you go to college, it's a whole different the, – the, the speed level is a whole different thing, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pressure, too. You know, you get – remember, those, those stadiums are packed. Them, them, them stadiums are packed in college. I mean, you know, you got to get that out of your system, man. It's not like going to the high school game. You got a couple guys hanging out watching you. You know what I'm saying? The atmosphere has a lot to do with it. Is what I'm trying to say. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to build. You got to build on that. You got to build your your mind, your nerves. You know, LeBron's running probably one of the exceptions. Uh, they're, they're, you know, guys that made it out of high school. Kevin, Kevin, like for instance, Kevin. Uh, Garnett. Yeah. Kobe. Garnett came out of high school. Kobe. He's in the Hall of Fame right now. There's so many. You know, this Kobe Bryant's another one. Uh, those are different breeds, you know, but there's a lot of subpar average high school players that try it and they end up in the, you know, they don't end up that great. There's, there's a few. I can't get a couple names, but there's a Darius Miles. Brown. Darius Miles. Huh? Darius Miles. I said Kwame yeah. Brown. Yes, yes. There's a couple, man. O'Neal never, O'Neal never, like, became this super-duper Jermaine O'Neal. I believe he came yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Yes, he he never became a super duper deal either, you know. He was pretty good in, with the Patriots, but it took him a while to get going, and that's my point. Why take you a while when you could do that in college for two years and come out here and you you ready strong? You guys are this thin, man, coming out of high school, man. You mm-hmm. can't go in the NBA like that. We always, I always thought Kevin Kevin uh, Garnett would never because he was so thin and he get muscle. Mm-hmm. Which, remember, he had the Shaq, you know, he was in there with a young Shaq. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you couldn't hang with Shaq. Couldn't even hang with the Admiral because he was so thin. And he mm-hmm. stayed thin, but I guess the way the game changed where it wasn't that too much post. And now I'm telling you, the game changed. The whole atmosphere of the game. Yep. Like back in – I always said that the West Coast ball was the fast running back and forth um, back and forth type of game. But then in the East, they played a half-court game. Right. Post up, picks, you know. And so – and that's two different types of game that I believe in my heart that a lot of these young kids can't post up a shot coming out of high school. You know, or David Robinson, the Admiral, will eat them up. Or let's just say, like, uh, Olajuwon. Hey, eat up these young little skinny kids, man. Go to college, get some meat on your bones, man. You know, get, get, come in and handle your business. But they don't if – they, if they need the money and their family needs the money, I don't blame them for leaving either, you know. Facts. Speaking again, some meat on their bones. We got, I think we got some workout videos that uh, – Felipe, Felipe said he disagrees. He oh, said in the 1990s, no team could rebound because of the books. You ain't lying, though. You ain't lying. I mean, he isn't lying. Yeah, yeah it's, tr- it's true. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I had a ring. Hey, 
I'm telling you, man, everybody keeps saying that uh, Mike had all the help in the world. But if you go down the list of names, yeah. besides a Horace Grant and Scotty, you look at the B.J. Armstrong, uh, Will Perdue, uh, Luke Longley. <laughs> Luke Longley, I mean, go down the list. It wasn't, uh, Bill Cartwright. Sure. Yeah, he definitely he put that team together, man. No, no, yeah. And that, that's why I'm definitely going to watch that show tomorrow. I'm going to I'm gonna be tuning in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, those are my uh my, my yesteryears, man. I was a big Bulls fan back in those days, man. John Paxson. Those were the days. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Yeah, look, he was. Yeah, this was Steve Kerr. got mad rings now, bro. Oh yeah. You know, Tony Kukoc. No, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot. There was a lot of you know. He, then he, for a couple of years, he had Dennis Rodman. Yep. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, but you had Dennis Rodman." But you had the. You, you had Dennis Rodman. You didn't have the worm. It's different. It was a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Dennis Rodman. I don't think you had the worm work. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he, he wasn't uh, he wasn't he wasn't pulling the twenty five rebounds a game like he used to. You know what I mean? No, mm-hmm. he went a little. Oh yeah, yeah. we all know about Robert, that. Robert would average twenty rebounds a game though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they call him the worm for a reason. Oh yeah, facts. So we gave you tips on movies, tips on video games. Thanks. Now we're going to give you some tips on uh, how to stay fit, active yeah. uh, during this crazy time of isolation. So it's pretty easy to, you know, get out of shape and lose your way and whatnot. So uh, share my screen for a bit. If we have some. Uh, you can explain, I guess, kind of what's going on. Cool. What's up, Step Back fam? In this video, I'm going to show you a few of my exercises that I perform on certain days. Like Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, I work my upper body. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays, I work the lower, but my upper hasn't been. I've been kind of slacking off because I have tennis elbow, which affects basically your elbow and your forearm so basically when I curl up like this it's a big amount of pain but I'm going to show you a few I'm not going to go through my whole exercises obviously so here we go my first one that I work with is the bicep curls so you know I use 20s and 25s so I'm going to do a few of them just back and through the pain for a little bit but so take them you can either you can do alternating you can do that when you back up or you can just do them at once. I like to alternate. I feel like it concentrates on them a little bit better. The second one that I do is the hammer curl, which works their biceps as well. You can, you know, slowly do that. And that works on your forearm as well, and, which is a really good exercise. So you just, you know, bring them up, or you can alternate and do that. It's really good. My next one that I do usually is the bent over rows, which works on your tries, you know, helps out from right here. But basically you bend over like this, and then you, know, you bring it up slowly, bring it up, bring it up again. That's another good one. Another one that I do for tries, is calling like skull crushers if you want to call it that you bring it up like this bring it down bring it back up bring it back up 
it back up slowly. Elbow's killing me. Or my next one that I do, seated triceps extension. So I'm just basically sitting, I'll get the lighter ones. I'm sitting on a bench and I'm doing this. You know, works out your traps and your shoulders a little bit. It's a decent chest exercise. Same thing as bench pressing a little bit. Then I do dumbbell shrugs and you hold the dumbbells, you're going a concentrated move. Boom, boom, you can do that. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I usually do lunges, weighted lunges. I'll hold the weight, you know, lunge when you step it back and then you bring it forward, bring it back up and down. You do four sets of 10, 15, you get a nice little burn. You feel it, you will feel it, you bring it in your legs. You won't be able to walk the next day if you do them right. You'll be sitting in the office in pain, but they work. Um, I do kettlebell swings. My kettlebell is actually downstairs, so kettlebell, you take it like this. It's like a squat. Bring it back up. Sorry about that. So basically, you bring it, take a kettlebell swing, it's like a squat, bring it up. That works the same thing as uh, the extension I was talking about. You do that, works the same thing, but it works your hamstrings as well as like a nice full body. Um, I do dumbbell step ups, like I'll, go, I'll get on the stairs and then I'll step up on it, make sure I'm contracting my calves. Calf raise the same thing, you stand, contract your calves, do that. Um, lower body crunches, you know, I'll get down and do a few and see me, let me adjust it. So, Get down. Oh, I'm getting old. Get down. Bring it up a little bit. Make sure you're contracting your lower body, your abdomen. Make sure you're contracting it. Bring it up. Feel that burn. Come down. Bring it back up. Feel the burn. Come down. It's another thing I do. I have an agility set that I use, and you know we get that done. Another good workout: push-ups, of course. You know, I can give you 10 right quick. Doesn't hurt too bad, but take it. Deep breath. Make sure it's your hands and shoulder lengths apart. And then you just bring it back up. One, bring it down. Bring it back up. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Keep your elbows straight. And that's pretty much, I do a few more bench press, like I said, but I'm not going to do that because it kills my elbow right now. I got to find a weight where I can actually do it. That's a good upper body as well. Do a little treadmill work, 15 to 20 minutes. You no know, run, you no know, light jog, you can do all that. But other than that, it's a little workout. I mean, 
took you. It, it takes some time because you know I'm always changing stuff and I'll write down what I like, what I don't. So just a few other exercises you want to go over, or if you have any suggestions, you know, type them up in the group and let me know. We always down for input. See you later, fam. Job. That's a good job. First things first, I want to sit here and just say, watching that video, that I love that hack. Thank you. <laughs> Jet up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to make the video. That was a sick hat. That's an old Lord. That's one of my favorite Jets <laughs> by the way. <laughs> favorite Jets that shit was badass. And the shirt, too, the Iron Mike shirt. That's yes, sir. But, um, yeah, see those things there? That's exactly what you don't need to go to the gym when you do stuff like that right there, man. Mm -hmm. Again, I have a treadmill on my back porch now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that. And I noticed, and for people that don't have weights at their house, like, for instance, I went in my shed and I took two sandbags. You know, and mm -hmm. the sandbag at least 15 pounds each, and, I, and I'm using sandbag. So there's any, you know, there's things you can, uh, you know, you can use uh, and, and, and substitute of weights if you don't have weights. You know what I'm saying? For sure. You know, a lot of people don't have dumbbells, dumbbells and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. then you know, for the back of your forearms, you can always use a chair and then go do down your dips. And your feet out. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of different things you can do at home. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, everybody, you got to stay fit, man. If you got to be able to keep that vertical, man. Can't play ball with them vertical, man. Exactly. But you got to put that weight on, man. It should keep you <laughs> How do we keep that? How do we keep that weight off? What's the proper diet that? Uh, well, yeah. And see, the biggest, the biggest things. Uh, I'm a diabetic, so um, my biggest thing is I can't eat sugar, of course, because I'm diabetic. But a lot of people think it's just about sugar. So mm -hmm. this is where it's the carbs. Carbs turn into sugar in your body. So. The biggest thing I would tell everybody to do if you really want to lose weight is cut, start and salt. So you don't have to just go cold turkey, but cut your carbs in half. No soda, cut no, no breads, no pastas. Uh, there are substitutes for rice and stuff like that. It's cauliflower rice. There's, um, you know, if you want to eat bread, eat wheat bread. Um, you know, it's just, just cut, just cut things in half to see how you feel. And I guarantee you'll feel a lot better. But the main concern to losing weight would be is that is this. Your snacks is what you consume. If you consume, uh, you go eat a little bag of chips and a soda for a snack, then you will. But if you go eat an orange and a glass of orange juice or something, there's, there's, there's just, you gotta, it's, you know, you got to go in the help. But my biggest thing, again, is the carbs, though. That's what really, that's where the weights are at. You can still eat your proteins. You can still mm -hmm. eat your fish. And it's the way you, you make it, too. You don't, you can eat chicken, but you don't eat the fried chicken. You can make it. Put it in the oven on the pan. Bake it. It tastes real good. Put it on the grill. Break mm -hmm. it don't don't fry it, don't bread it. If you're breading's carbs, carbs you gain more weight, more calories. So um, just stuff like that, man. A lot of vegetables, man. If you don't like them, man, it's, you can always add a little butter and garlic to it, man. It gives it a better taste. Uh, that's what I do here for my kids. They eat it sometimes. They don't. They, they, man, my kids never did like vegetables, but when I make vegetables now, can I get more? Because a little garlic, a little seasoning. You know, you don't have to just eat them right out, boil them and eat them plain like that, man. And a lot of people, that's where you, you know, like, oh, I don't like vegetables, but. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, there's so so many ways you can incorporate healthy stuff in your day, man. And like I say, you don't have to go cold turkey. You can you can just start slow, man. Start slow instead of you know. I like to do is um, what I do now is to have to stay healthy. I eat I drink breakfast shakes, uh, the uh, carnation breakfast shakes, and, and that'd be my breakfast. And then if I if I eat a breakfast like today, I eat biscuits and gravy because I spoil myself on Saturdays. And t later for lunch, I'll have one of the shakes. So I always have to substitute one of my meals with the shake instead okay. of eating meals. Okay. 
also being diabetic, I have to eat smaller portions because uh, the more I eat, the more my blood sugar goes high, and I, mm-hmm. and I have to shoot myself with insulin. But everybody can do that. It's all about portions, man. You know what I mean? You can control your portions and control the snacks you eat. I think you can lose weight in a week. I bet you can lose two to three pounds just by cutting in half the carbs you intake now. Yep. Just by cutting carbs, man. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, man. It's a, and then, of course, the little things uh, the, and also the little other things you have to do, like Jacob's exercise. You have to exercise. It ain't, you can't just – you can lose weight just eating, but you're, you're going to lose uh, muscle tone, and you got to keep the muscle tone. That mm-hmm. will keep your weight up because you don't want to lose all this freaking weight and be all you know. You want to be nice and tight, and, you know. Uh, you can't see it now, but I have a big shirt on. But I, I'm, I'm I'm a big body, mm-hmm. but it's still tight. You know what I mean? I might just have a little belly because I, I used to drink a lot of beer, but you know. I mean, nothing wrong with beer. Right there's a lot of tricks out there too. There's a lot of the keto diet. Uh, there's um. But it's also a no-carb diet. I mean, like I said, most of these diets consist of no carbs. Because that's the biggest thing. That's the fat, you know, that's what makes the fat, man, and the sugar in your body and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. man, um, I'm, I'm loving this information. It's, no, it's yeah, it, it's, I, you know, when I um when I first found out I was diabetic and I had to cut the carbs and stuff, I, uh, I thought it was the end of my life, man, my end of my world. Like, oh, my God, can't eat what I like. But there's just so many substitutions, man. It, mm-hmm. it's Oh, instead of white rice, what else can I make? And you'll see this cauliflower. You can make rice out of cauliflower. There's, there's so many other choices you have. When I make spaghetti and I don't want to eat spaghetti, what I do is I have this thing called a swirl. Uh, it, it, you take a, cuc- uh, a, a zucchini and you you, you you grind it into this thing and it makes strings like spaghetti. And I'll mm-hmm. use a zucchini as my spot, my pasta. I have my meatballs, my protein, and my sauce. But the zucchini will be the pasta. Instead of huh. stuff. Oh yeah, there's a lot of different yeah. things you can do out there, man. I actually that's did what, hear about that's that. That's what I do here for my wife, because she likes to eat that healthy stuff too. So. Okay. Yeah, you can get oh, that God. stuff like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. Oh no, and yeah, stuff. yeah, you, yeah, so, yeah, you, like uh, you know, all that stuff. So and, yeah. And, and, you know, yes, don't get don't get discouraged, and a lot of people get discouraged because you know what? It's cheaper to eat the garbage, man. It is really cheaper. It's it's easy to go get a dollar menu uh, burger, and but when you go to Whole Foods and you go try to. And that's where I think that where our, our society slash government is so so off off off. Uh, they want you to eat healthy, but it's more expensive. A bag of oranges costs seven dollars. And I live in Florida. They should be they growing on fucking trees out here. But I got seven dollars. You know, they, I better pay seven dollars for a bag of oranges, man. But so and then apples too, another six dollars a bag for them. You know, eating healthy is expensive, but mm-hmm. it's true what they say. You get what you pay for. But at the same time, if you want healthier kids in this world. And you want healthier people in this world, oh, take care of obesity. Why not make, you know, it's got to be an easier way here for people that could afford this stuff. It's, it's really expensive to eat healthy, guys. I'm, I'm not even, like, making this shit up. It's crazy. That's true. It's really expensive. I mean, it, it's, I, it's, 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 it adds a good $40 to your, $40 to $50 to your, to your grocery bill a week just to buy the foods and, and, and the healthy stuff. It's crazy, man. I, you know, have I spent $40 on worse than things? Hell yeah. So I'm not going to complain. But at the same time, make it easier for these kids to be able to get, you know, you don't want to take care of obesity. My thing is, let's make it, you know, make it more reasonable for people to can afford this stuff. You yeah, know? man. You, you can't put a price on health, and that's unfortunate. Oh, no, yeah. You know what? I wish I knew what I, I wish, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I wish somewhere in my life down the line that I would have focused more on that now, being that I'm 47 with high blood pressure, diabetes, joint problems, I need a knee, you know, it's just so much that, 
at a young age, you don't think you're just having fun. I'm young, I'm having fun. Now is the time. Do you want to be old and have fun? Now is the time to take, because when you get to past the 40, 50s, your body starts to deteriorate because you didn't take care of it. Then it's the painful part of your life now. It ain't no more fun. Now it's like waking up every morning with pain, going to sleep with pain, you know, and, and having to uh, rely on meds and stuff like that. So my advice to everybody that's 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 that's, that's uh, in the 20s, 30s, even young as can be, man, just take care of your body, man. Take it from me, trust me. I wish that was one thing that I learned at a young age that I did. And, and I'm paying for it now, and I just that's why I'm – that's why I'm spending the extra money for my kids to eat healthy because I don't want them to live. I tell them every day, you don't want to live like me, right? You don't want to look at daddy. Daddy wakes up in pain. I mean, I can't, can't even go in the backyard and throw the ball with you right now. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, no, I can't even move my leg. So with that, it does, it, it does handle your life, man. It does, you know, your, your activities with your family. You know, you can't have fun with the kids in the backyard and it makes you feel less of a father because you want to be out there teaching your boy how to throw the ball, but physically, mm-hmm. yeah. So those are the little things when you're out there young. Oh, I'm young. I'm having fun. Just think about those things you want in the future and might, might, might direct you in the right path, you know? Exactly. Uh, Always words of wisdom uh, from Johnny here. I'm, I'm, I'm glad yeah. we uh, were able to get you on because, you know, well-respected. Obviously, a day one guy for all these teams you've been rooting for. Appreciate it. Um, couple things. I see, Jacob, you have a... We call Anthony Towns jersey on. Uh, Sir. Yeah. Was, I noticed you're both wearing Timberwolves here. I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like, I'm wearing the wrong team here. Hold up. <laughs> I might have a Timberwolves hat in my collection, though. <laughs> I have yeah, a big bro. hat collection. I got like about 200 hats. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, well. Cat is definitely one of my favorite guys. I still follow the Timberwolves to this day. Like I said, I'm a big KG guy. That's my favorite player. But Cat is one dude that I actually follow See, since Kentucky. You know, and it was a week ago his mom passed away. Yeah, she died off the coronavirus, man. Yeah, it's crazy just to see what he was going through. And, you know, me and Leon, we went through that, losing that parent. You know, mm-hmm. you know it's just something that you can't replace. There's nothing like the love of your mother. Oh, and no. just seeing probably from him, seeing I went to the same team, my mom deteriorating. It's just like, wow, man, this is crazy. I tell, I, I tell my kids that every day that you listen, um, when it comes to the parents, you have multiple uncles and aunts. You have multiple grandparents. You have four grandparents, but you only have one mother and one father, and, and that's that's that. Yeah, it's um, I I still have my mom, but my, my dad passed away in uh, uh, uh with liver cancer, and uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. He died young, fifty eight years old, man, fifty eight years old. So, and uh, you know, I'm glad his father's doing better because I bo- I believe both yeah. his parents had it. Right. Both of uh, Tom's, uh, his mother had it and his father, but his mom passed away. But I have a couple friends that lost their father, mothers, George, uh, because of the virus. Um, our, our good buddy, uh, you know, our, our brother uh, Henry had it, has it, and uh, I think he's doing better now. He's doing better at Texas. And, uh, you know, it's scary, man. It's, it's scary times, man. Scary times. Yeah, man. Uh, got to practice this social distancing, man. You got to take it seriously. Oh, yeah. That's it. I said it before, I'll say it again, man. Everybody's worried about uh, the, their livelihoods. But let me tell you, you, you ain't got no livelihoods without your life, man. You got to take, yep. take care of this serious. You know, again, you might be the strongest buck in the world right now. Your immune system, you, you're good. But it's what you bring back home to your family that's, that's, um, that's you know, I, I, like my kids. My kids, I, oh, I'm coming over, Dad. I said, well, you, let me wait to see if you're taking this thing serious. If you're taking it serious, then... Uh, you know, but nobody can come over to the house. I, I can't afford to get sick. You know what I mean? If it, 
if you're at home and I'm watching social media, oh, I'm a quarantine and you're, and I'm talking to you, what are you doing? I'm at home, dad. I'm at home, dad. Yeah, okay, I see you're taking it serious. You can take a ride over here, coming out. But if I see you out and about and hanging out and not giving a shit, man, you can't bring that shit home to daddy because I'm, man, I feel like I'm going to be the one to go, man, when I came. My new system is bad. I got problems with my white blood cells. But mm-hmm. Yeah, man, just take care of your, your, your families. Uh, you have to stay sane, too, people. It's not just about your body. It's about your mind also. Read books. Uh, that would be another great advice to get your mind off of things. You can't just sit there in front of the tube all day watching TV, um, uh, you know, and, 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 and enjoy your kids. Maybe you have children, uh, you know, uh, take yeah, your kids yeah. out the backyard and, and take advantage. You know, it necessarily, necessarily doesn't have to be all bad, man. You could take this time to, to reconnect with your kids because let's say you're a, a parent that works 50 to 60 hours a week. And now you have time with your kids, and you know, hey, I missed the ball game. I missed this. Hey, let's go out and show me what you did at the ball game, boy. Let me see you swing. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's a mind thing too, man. It, it don't go crazy. You know, get your mind right and read a book. Yeah. I like to read. I like to read a lot, man. And uh, that keeps me sane. You know what I mean? So. So oh, yeah. exercise with your kids. You could use it as a fun experience. You could use it as punishment. Either one. Either way. They <laughs> work done. <laughs> Hey, I, 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 I'm out here playing bingo with the kids, though. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play Monopoly with me because they say I always got all the money. <laughs> I be cheating. Joking. I cheat. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 this guy cheat, man. I just like, nah, I'm just a better businessman. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. I agree with you, John. You take your kids out. That's what I do. I take Blake and Jay out um, for recess. It's snowing up here right now, but you just wow. We go, yeah, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, I take them out. Blake is starting to like, like take a liking to basketball. You know, we'll go out, shoot a couple of jumpers. We'll have a little game where we'll try to get to ten, you know, ten shots before you know whoever do it, does it. He has, he has a blast with it. I still don't, I don't let him win, but he got me like early in the week. But I usually. I usually get them because I got to teach them some kind of competitiveness. My yeah. boys let you win. <laughs> yeah, my, 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 my son plays baseball. He's, a, he's five. He's only five, but. Oh, he's getting good. He's good, though. He, he's, he's, he's doing his thing, but he tells me straight up he doesn't want to play baseball. And I'm like, well, you okay. don't want to play baseball. You don't have to play baseball. My, my grandson is uh, nine years old, and he's, uh, uh, he's like a superstar, a nine-year-old a soccer player. So my son, my son wants to. T- go after, you know, be like him. He wants to play okay. soccer. But his mother's like, no, you play baseball. And I'm like, hey, don't do that, man. Let him pick it, you know, he's young right now. Mm-hmm. Don't get into the game, you know. But right now, it's just like, she's like, nah, he's playing baseball because it's a family. It's a baseball family in her eyes. And mm-hmm. like, you know, don't force him, though. But, um, yeah. you know, as long as he's having fun, that's all that man. And he's having fun. Now now he's starting. In the beginning, I don't want to play. I'm like, what's up? I tell, him, I tell him, don't play. But mom's like, no, he's playing. Mm-hmm. I paid for the uniform he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hicks will get it, though. He'll, he'll, start, he'll start loving it, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I wish that, you know, thank God. My, my son, my oldest son's 21. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's a, there's a big age difference there, a 16-year-old age difference. So mm-hmm. I, tell, I tell Xavier I tell Xavier that, uh, you know, he has two fathers. He has me and he has a big brother. So the things that I can't do, you know, and my son, before this virus thing started coming around, my oldest son comes around, my dad, I, you know, Come on, Xavier, I'm taking the backyard. He fills my shoes because I'm not physically able to do uh, the, the running and stuff. So, you know, he looks, he looks out, man. He looks out. That's a good thing. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. That's I raised him, right? There you go. Speaking of child prodigies, uh, close this out. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. We had the WNBA draft last night. Uh, a New York team finally had the number one pick. That's right. Uh, they pick up uh, Sabrina Ioscu. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to pretty I'm glad, good. Glad to see that the ladies are starting to get their money and get in their um, starting right. to get a little rec- more recognition as they should. You know, when it comes. Yeah. To the WNBA, you know, there is a like in every sport where there's a women's team and a and a, and a men's team, like in soccer, USA soccer, the pay different is crazy different. And uh, you know, I'm just happy to see that the girls are happy with their new stuff and new deals and stuff. So that's a good thing too, man. I heard them talking a lot about that at the draft yesterday. I watched the beginning, but then I, I you know, I didn't get to watch the finish of it. I don't know who exactly um who's who's who went where. Yeah, there was, a, I mean, there was quite a uh, few. I mean, I didn't catch the entire thing. I caught, like, maybe the first five picks or so. Yeah, I caught the, like, the first 10 or something like that. But I was like, yeah. yeah. I don't care about the women. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I, just wish, I, just, I don't even know if they do this, but I just wish they sell men's size jerseys for these women back. Man, I want to be a fan, man. I think they do. I'm they do. Sure. I never seen, I haven't seen them, man. I haven't seen them either. But I think we lost, we lost our team here. We had the Orlando Miracle. We had the Orlando yeah. Miracle. We lost our team. I don't know what happened, man. Holy shit. I mean, yeah. I, I think at some point they'll expand again because they yeah. – what did they yeah. – they, uh, they went to Atlanta. They had the Dallas uh, team pop up. So, I, I think they'll I think they'll come back. Right. No, I, you know, it would be nice. I mean, it was – I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, this, this town here in Orlando, we are a basketball town, but more – more, I feel more of a baseball. We don't have a baseball team, so uh, I, I don't know why the ladies team didn't make it. I don't think they were getting too many people going to the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love all sports, whether it's a woman playing or, or a man. So I, I, I did go to a few of the games, um, but you know it's a business, man, and, and, and that's the, that's the crazy part is that um, you know if you don't make that money, if people oh why did they go? Well, you know what, well, you didn't go to the game, you didn't buy the jerseys, you didn't buy this. Now you think these guys get paid? Other players get paid, man. Yeah, and, and like now that now these WNBA players are forming their own like super teams. You see with the Mercury and now the oh. Mystics, so yeah. they're, they're starting to do their thing. So you know, when it, whenever it comes back, I'll be. I mean, I'm glad to watch something on TV. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I um, I call. I was. I, I watch a few games on the TV. On the TV. I'm not gonna say. I know. You know. I, there's, there's stars that I like. I like. You no, know, UConn product. Maybe because I'm biased, but Tavasi, Tavasi is one of my. It's my girl, man. Ever since. Yeah. You know, from day one, she she lit it up for us in UConn, and she came to that. And the other UConn, uh, great. This girl, uh, Rebecca Lobo, back in the oh, day, yeah. to the league. You know, I'm a big UConn all the way, men's and ladies. I've always, uh, you'll see me uh, always posting my stuff because. So I, I follow them when when I see I look on the TV guys like oh oh her team is playing. Let me go see her because I used mm-hmm. to watch her play college ball. So it's always good to you know. And uh, you know. Kobe Bryant was a big fan of hers. I, I noticed that at, at his wake, uh, she she was paid to say some words because they were really tight, man. You know, she has that hunger, man. I never seen a woman play basketball like her, like the, mm-hmm. the, the hunger. She had the the, the mama mentality for sure. She, she did. Had, she yeah, has that's a, yeah. yeah, that was a nice gesture they did uh, being on every picks last night. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. Yeah. No, no, he, yeah, he, she, 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 she was. Um, yeah, in UConn, she was a beast. Oh, loved it. And not even just you, coming in high school. I mean, I know enough from her about her high school. So nice. I, I get the ladies to love, man. I said, but I never find a man's jersey. I wear one. Shit, I'm gonna get it. 
collection. There you go. But yeah, they definitely that was a nice gesture. Like you said, Leon, it was definitely a nice gesture to draft an honorary three girls that, you know, passed away along with Gianna, the other two, you know, it's into belly and it's definitely it, it, really cool. It went with the whole girl girl dad theme. Like he really, he really, really he picked their brains for his daughter. He really, yeah. he really took initiative to call them and reach out to them so they could talk to his daughter and and show you know he picked the he picked the the it wasn't like it, it was by accident man these girls are the, the they had the, the the mama mentality type of style play where he he want he 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 loved that part about them where he, he reached out to them for, to get in their daughter's life and helped his daughter out man so he he, he he you know he's a good dude you know man I'm still in shock still in shock I can't believe it still mm-hmm. I can't I can't I can't even I still think it was like wow that's just Bro, 2020's been trash. Mm-hmm. That's the game, sure. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this year has been trash. A, this year has been a grind, man. We, we're definitely, uh, yeah, they whipping our, 2020's whipping our asses, man. 2020 yeah. is putting a beat down on everybody and, uh, mm-hmm. man, celebrated like it was going to be a good year for everybody. It's just, uh-uh, I got different plans for y'all. Mm-hmm. Sad, man. Sad, but, you know, hey, life goes on and you learn. Facts. But, it, you know, it's been really great um, having you on the show, and we learned a lot about you. you catch Johnny yeah. here Appreciate Wednesday it. nights. Wednesday nights, 6 p.m. Uh, if, if you're not a member of Food Life, uh, I'm pretty sure it's on the, this group's announcement uh, or, or might be listed as uh, all the list of the groups. But uh, we're in the Life Group family. We're Food Life, uh, Baseball Life, uh, wrestling life we got a nice group here and uh i appreciate you guys inviting me uh i really enjoyed this man thank you for uh, I, one of my favorite shows i've actually um i, I, I was you know was waiting for invite man randy does a great job with you guys uh shout out yeah, to randy man. um i know he's a co-host also um but you guys are definitely holding it down uh I, since you guys have been in the group i've noticed who 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 participates more in the group? You know, uh, like I said, I've been there since day one. But you guys, also, uh, great job, man. Uh, just keep it up, man. And uh, uh, I'll be, I'll be looking for the t-shirts coming out so I can cop one. So. <laughs> Go. Uh, hey, food, food. I'm working on the food life. I'm working on the the lab shirts soon, man. So there you do go. something like that, man. I'm a big fan of you guys. Uh, you keep up uh, the good work. Thanks for having thank me. You. Thank you. Um, I don't think there's that many Orlando Magic fans in the group. I think Pedro, my buddy Pedro, that lives mm-hmm. here next to me, he's one. And there's a couple other ones. But, um, you know, Magic Nation, uh, participate, please, in this group uh, as much as you guys can. And uh, enjoy it like I do. And thanks again, guys, for having Thank me. Thank It was an honor, man. An honor. You guys are cool dudes, man. Thank know, you. Man. You're, you're cool. All right, brothers. Definitely. Here with a day one. Man with respect. Appreciate it. Thank you, Johnny. Gonna Thank you, guys. End our show here. This was the seventh episode of a Step Back. Catch us with two weeks. Uh, probably going to go into the uh, LeBron MJ debate and touch whoa, on the. Whoa, whoa. Uh, okay. I want an invite for that one now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot to say. <laughs> and recap the documentary. So. Yeah, that's going to be good. That's going to yeah. be a while. I'm definitely. For Johnny, for Jacob, signing out. Thanks for tuning in, man. We got to do that step, right? Yep, step step back. back.
Yes, sir. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love.